What's up, world? It's Spotty Wi-Fi, the king of the crypto punks, and you are now tuned in to Fired Up on the Blockchain with my guy, Travi. Aloha, everyone. Yo, what's up? It's G-Love. This is It's Becky, bitch. Yo, it's your boy, Nessie Derilla from the east to the west. You already know who does it best. What up, y'all? This is Sammy Ariaga. I'm Juliet from the So Cool Girls. I'm Ray Isla. Hi, I'm Leah from Power of Women. This is Danielle Petty. This is your boy, Yassad, with the band Pepper. Hey, all this is Ashley, also known as Bored Becky. What's up? It's your Web3 bestie, Liz Morrison. You're listening to Fired Up. Fired Up. And I'm fired up. I'm fired up on the blockchain. You're listening to my guy, my Web3 bestie. And I'm fired up with Travi. My boy, Travi. This is OSF, and I'm getting wrecked with Travi. With Travi. With Travi. And I'm Toy Encendida en la cadena de bloques con Travi. With Travi. Fired up on the blockchain with Travi. Hey, Travi, let's effing go. Let's go. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and DGENs, for the thousands in attendance and the millions listening in podcast land. My name is Travi, and we are fired up on the blockchain. Travi, come on now. Like you, you got this under control. Today on Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi, we are stepping into the future with my good friends from United Realities. You may have seen them having a concert in Spatial, maybe featured in Spottyland. And of course, some of our friends are going to be able to see in April in the Big Apple, that's right, NFT NYC. We're going to have a whole lot of fun, IRL, and also talking about what it's like being superstars in the metaverse. Welcome to my friends, Meta Malone, Poison Peso, K9, and Benny Groove. Together, they are United Realities. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hell yeah, Thank you, man. What's good, Travis? Of course. We talk a lot about what it means to be fired up on the blockchain. And so I like the idea of the blockchain for many different things. And one thing that you all are known for is for having a personality that's showcased on the blockchain or within kind of metaverse, meta lands and things like that, whether you're putting out music or you're having a live concert or you're featured in the weekly spotty land, which is really important for if you're listening out there and you are a musician trying to be a part of the blockchain world, a spotty Wi-Fi host on Tuesday nights in spotty land, tap in Tuesdays. Well, I think there's a whole lot to talk about. I mean, I know each of you individually, but coming together as a group, and I know there's there's even more people who aren't here with us today. By far the largest group I've had on uh, Fired Up on the Blockchain. I have um, all four gentlemen with me today. Uh, let's start it off. Meta Malone, tell us a little bit about what United Realities is for anyone out there who's just learning about your group for the first time. Hell yeah. Thank you for having us, Travi. Shout out to everybody out there in, you know, Web 2, Web 3, Web 4, Web 5. We in it all. We take it over. We, you know, we going all over the place and we appreciate this, man. Sharing the space and getting on the cast. Yeah, man. We are United Realities. I go by Meta Malone and, you know, we're a strong team. We got Poison Peso, K9, Benny Groove, and it's not just us. We also have, you know, some powerful lead females in Web 3 that are, you know, on the roster, Y Burger Girl and Moonlight, as well as 
is a, a new act that, you know, we had showcased with us at our last event, you know, in Spotty is uh, Psycho. And, you know, so we, you know, bringing in, you know, multiple talent, different diversities from all over the world. And, you know, that was the goal of uniting, uh, you know, uniting all our realities into one and, you know, not not having it just about one person or one ego or one, you know, one thought, you know, trying to bring us all together through, you know, arts, entertainment, Web3, the blockchain. And, you know, that's been our mutual ground. And we've, we've been able to, you know, build in the last, you know, six months, a beautiful ecosystem, you know, within Web3 and the blockchain as well as, you know, all through the metaverses. And so our home base isn't spatial, but we we have bridged out to all the metaverses. We've done shows in Voxels, Decentraland, Monaverse, as well as, you know, working on OnCyber and a few other places. And so it's just about bridging that gap and bringing, you know, live entertainment because that's what we do. You know, we perform our music and, you know, we mix in our live performances with our avatars in the metaverse. And so we're trying to bridge that gap for all musicians and artists to be able to, you know, share their art through this new medium of, you know, the blockchain and metaverses and Web3. And, you know, so we do that through United Realities. So a lot of people ask me about music NFTs or music on the blockchain. Why, 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 why? I feel like I've given... I've given some, in my opinion, some really good answers for this. But why, why don't we go around the horn a little bit? Why, if, if you know, each of you want to kind of add a little bit, why, in your opinion, is a music NFT or performing in a metaverse for people who are listening to this who just think about NFTs or maybe they saw the Simpsons episode recently and they're finally like realizing that NFTs is a thing that it still exists because <laughs> let's be honest, during the bear market, there wasn't a lot of exposure, but the technology behind it and what you can do with it is what I really feel is really exciting. But as musicians of folks who have come together, tell everybody out there a little bit um, of why music NFTs is something that people should know about, care about, um, invest their time in. And what makes it maybe a little bit different than just like turning on Spotify. So uh, anyone just kind of feel free to hop in and, and uh, answer. Well, you know, for me, you know what I'm saying? Just jumping out early, uh, just making my NFT project. You know what I'm saying? It gave sustainability to, you know what I'm saying? The people who could hold my project um, just for the future. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, just in this new age, you know, it was it was almost it was almost getting difficult to really like connect with fans you know what I'm saying I feel like you know what I'm saying with Web3 and NFTs it's like one of the best ways you know what I'm saying just seeing all these artists you know what I'm saying being able to uh, portray themselves to the world in a in a different way you feel me yeah absolutely um, so that was that was Poison Peso so you know you and I got to talk a lot uh, in, in New York uh, we actually got a chance to see musicians uh, play live we got to see Sammy Arriaga and Violetta and Ray Isla and Josh Savage and um, Emma uh, in a, a small venue. And what that venue was, was really to reward holders and reward people who have followed them in their careers. So what you just said about connecting with fans, I feel like is an incredible part of this. And, you know, whether it was one of the previous episodes talking with Ray herself or with Spotty, the idea of connecting with your fans are connecting with holders and being able to keep track of who your holders are just by having a transparency on the blockchain. That's really, really cool to me. Um, but yeah, how about you, Benny? Uh, Benny Groove coming on. And Benny, you're one of the people who I just found out about more recently. But the fact that you're part of this group of very eclectic personalities, people who care a lot about their presence in the metaverse, in Web3, 
How about you? What's what's a reason why you think people should care or or follow music NFTs? I mean, for me, I've I've seen it firsthand with just the amount of communities that I've been able to be a part of in music NFTs. I think that's really what kept me here was the music and the but more so the community that were based around like the music that we liked, you know, there, there wasn't that like ability for Spotify users to really like have a community where they go to talk about their favorite artists, you know, now that there's such thing as music NFTs, there's this community of everybody who can go and talk about their artists and we can go to these metaverses and convene together and like celebrate those artists that we love together. So I think, it's brought back like a sense of community to music again. And we're only just building those foundations right now. You know, more and more people who are also music lovers are going to be able to see that bridge that's being built. And like, yeah, that community that's there on the other side, when you go and be a part of it, you really feel how real it is. Like my, my dad is a deadhead. Like he followed around the grateful dead since he was 14. So like when he talks about that, when he talks about that music community, it's like, I don't think there's anything like that, but there's stuff like that being built right now in the metaverse with music NFTs, really cult followings that like, you know, people are going to talk about 20 years from now. The community. Yeah. I read a tweet recently and I wish I remember who put it out. It said, are you in a cult? And it said, no, I'm in an NFT community. So, I mean, who, <laughs> I, there might be a fine line. Um, but, you know, it, let's, let's talk about community. I know K9, you're, you're well known uh, for like virtual reality and kind of toying with augmented reality. I think that really does make a bit of a difference to some of the fans and some of the communities of people out there who are trying to have I guess you can call it an immersive experience in music. And I know for a lot of us, when we go to a concert, that's really what we're looking for. Um, even for myself, I'd rather pay a little bit more for a ticket to be up closer and have you know the, the lights on both sides of me and the speakers all around me rather than kind of all the way in the back where it's like I just paid to say I was there. Um, what, is that, what does it mean to you, you know, communities within the NFT music scene? Canine? So communities really bring everything together it's the the glue behind the project that holds everything together because your project is just um ones and zeros if if there's no community behind it you just got ones and zeros code binary and those people bring that binary code to life so you need the community you have to have those people when you go to let's say a a warriors game and you happen to have one of the warriors nfts i believe they have a vip section so that's bringing their community that built their community stronger you know that's what what they're doing they're they're checking all the everybody's cell phones seeing who's a holder of their i'm not too sure which one it is the i think it's a hot shot or i can't remember which which uh brand nft it is but if you have them, they check your phone, you're allowed into a special section. So that's pretty cool. And I think that's going to bring everything as far as it goes of community just together as a whole versus it just being, you know, just split apart <clears throat> where it's just someone just shilling a project. Cause you know, you could shill someone and sell someone something and then they feel horrible after they bought it. You know, that's, you know, that's the difference between like a community and like a sale, you know, a sale because a community, you're going to feel a part of it. Like, Hey, you know, I'm here. I got this item. I'm here, I'm a part of something and not just, hey, this person just sold me this. What does it do? 
they it doesn't even do what it says that they're supposed to do. So you know, community is big. It, it it you need the NFTs to build it. You need all everything. It, they it's like the you know the snake eating its own tail. You you have to have it. Like it, it's just a repeating cycle. So if you don't have the the community, it's not going to work. And if you don't have the NFTs for the community, it's not going to work. You know, you you need products. You need things for them. You need to get them in, involved and engaged. One thing that I think people should do with the technology is do more airdrops. I think there should be more more airdrops, more free things. Get involved with the community because that's going to show you know your, your community that you really do care. Giving them more things, more value, more more everything. You can fix their problems. You can do this for them. You know, depending on what it is that your genre of music is. You can find something that they can fit into someone's everyday niche life and help them. Whether you like basketball, whether you like sports, whether it's, um, you know, anything, any type of recreational activity, you can link it to your NFT. You can find an IRL way to link it to your NFT to distribute to your holders. So, you know, a community is big and that wouldn't be possible without community. So you have to. You have to give thanks to the community and praise or else it's nothing. You know, you're nothing without the community. No, well said for sure. Uh, I, I think documenting your journey too through the blockchain is really unique. I think, you know, having the opportunity to show people that you, not only as a founder, right, people purchased your NFT and you could track them or follow them or reward them, but you can continue to give. And there's timestamps and dates and things like that, that go along with the, a lot of, a lot of the, um, you know, information on the blockchain. And I think that if you have a, you, I think what, what you're kind of leaning towards talking about there is utility, right? Having a reason for holding, or even just if, if that thing itself can't necessarily link up to claim a free item or whatever, just knowing that somebody has it, you can still reach out to them, even through a DM and they, and you can say thanks. Uh, and I know with you know, something that I released, I sent out DMs. I said, Hey, you know, if, if anybody wants to share, their shipping address. I have something for you. And I, I sent something out to everybody uh, who was interested and in, in even just something simple like that. Um, and, you know, documenting your journey and your, your digital identity, Meta Malone are, are two things I know that you care a lot about. And you're one of the leaders in the, the metaverse and music, music on the blockchain. Yeah, for sure, man. And then I just want to touch on, you know, the community and utility. And that's that's the biggest thing. And so, you know, being a musician, grinding the hard way, you know, being, you know, learning the ropes and, you know, coming from areas where, you know, if you ain't in a big city, you got to go far to get, you know, certain, whether it be studio, studio equipment, connections, resources, uh, shows, venues, you know, uh, sometimes those things aren't available. And, you know, now with Web3 and blockchain and this new, you know, environment that we've been immersed in it has opened up the floodgates for, you know, a bigger community than you had thought originally. And so, like, the perfect example would be, you know, United Realities. Before we came up with United Realities together, we were already, you know, performing every day, two, three times a day in the metaverse. And, you know, as well as like me and Peso did Webstock last year at NFT NYC. And, you know, we did a few other events. So it's, you know, bridging the IRL and the URL. 
And so that brings a whole new level to community and friendships and business to where now we're able to move like, you know, the machine that we're supposed to be like, you know, we're the transformers over here, get it. And so, and so it, it allowed us to, you know, like, for instance, get ready for this interview. We got a group chat and we're, we're talking constantly and it's, all right, we're ready for this. We got this interview. And then canine's like, yo, I got some screen um, backdrops for us. And Benny's like, I'm ready. So that's the community that comes from within the blockchain that has, you know, that we all had a mutual understanding and belief in something greater than us and a future. And, and we were all looking for that, that new way. And we found it and it was a blockchain and NFTs and the metaverse. And so with that, you know, led to, you know, me understanding that. And I, I wanted to, I wanted to nail home even harder on, you know, the performance and the entertainment aspect. And so like, you know, they won't be able to see me on this podcast, but all the homies know and you know right now, I'm I'm Madam Malone head to toe. I got my hat on, my bucket, you know what I mean? I got my shirt. And, you know, just like when you see me perform live and mixing it with my avatar, I like to blend, you know, our mixed realities of the metaverse as well as us, you know, IRL right here, right now. And so we have took that to and bring our live performances and our music to a whole new level and has allowed me to create songs now that the new music is geared specifically for that, but it could be played on the radio. It could be played on, on any of these stations and to where, you know, but we're talking about the metaverse, you know, meet me on our blockchain. We're just getting started. Meta in space. So she says we go harder floating in spaces and drifting away, you know, bridging that gap and, you know, making it music but also talking about what we love and where we're at. And that's the blockchain and the metaverse. And so, yeah, man. And the biggest thing from that was the utility. I was able to not only give someone my song, my NFT that I had minted, but now when they minted that NFT, I was able to send them like a gift package. You know, I, I, I got their emails, I got their um, wallet addresses. And so then I ended up airdropping them, you know, another NFT as well as when I went to their email, I sent them the versions of the song, so that way, you know, they can use it for their videos, their content, their promotional materials, which now, now I get the bonus of sharing my music. And then next thing you know, like now our music is in all these, you know, promotional videos, calendars. And, you know, we have someone like Miss Gecko, who's one of the most amazing people in Web3, who's like supported us. Since, and, you know, she goes extra hard for us. And so the last few days, she's had K9 song on the track. She had Weiberger the other day and Peso last week. She's played my songs repeatedly. And so that's the utility that's came from her minting our songs. And then we get the bonus of seeing our music shared with multiple communities now, bridging these gaps even farther. And so that's, you know, the community and the utility that come from the NFTs instantly is that that's what excites me and gets me going. I love that. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about what you have uh, in store coming up the road, too. Um, but it kind of got me thinking a little bit there, uh, you know, growing up again, you know, for everyone that listens to me, they, they kind of know I'm like a... I don't know if you call it old school hip hop, but I'm a not, I'm more of a '90s hip hop head than uh, than you know a lot of other people that I know. And so I remember the stories of what it took for people to make it on their own when they didn't necessarily want to sign to a label, you know, pretty early. And uh, you you hear a lot of things going on now of people having uh, an opportunity to put their music out on the on the internet. Uh, it's a lot easier access to get put on whether it's YouTube or Spotify and things like that. But you guys are really doing kind of like. <laughs> The internet version of that old school grind, like when Jay-Z was selling tapes out of the trunk of his car. Like, I feel like you guys are like the metaverse version of that because you're out 
like in the, I don't know what you want to call them, not the streets, the cyber streets, like the metaverse, the metaverse neighborhoods, like you're out there and you're connecting with people. Yeah. I mean, look, and you're able to, to get out there. And what I like that you do that I know people have asked about, and I know a lot of people are trying to do more of is you do a combination of you'll have, you'll have your music play, but you also do things that are live. So, you know, and I, I guess, well, I'll kind of get to this because speaking of music and, and things that are going on, things that we have going on, I know Benny Groove, you've got uh, an album. So it's a, it's an EP project album, whatever you want to call it. You know, it sad boy, the sad boy journey there and back again, that was uh, inspired by um, just one day of us like watching uh, Lord of the Rings in the, in the metaverse. We we uh, like to watch movies together in the metaverse sometimes. And so, yeah, I was like, I need to uh, tie that in somehow because like I had written a song there and back again right after that. And so I was like, let's drop a little EP. So that's what I got going on right now. So just giving everybody a taste of like, it's my first solo EP ever. So yeah, I'm really excited about dropping it. Yeah, congratulations. So what is it like for you guys? I mean, you're you're out kind of in in the metaverse, which let's let's kind of break that down a little bit just for people who are listening. Like when they hear metaverse, not everybody completely has their, their heads wrapped around it. So um you know, I think Meta Malone, I think you'd be a good person to kind of answer this question. So when you're talking about you know, performing in the metaverse or watching a movie in the metaverse or, you know, streaming um, like some of your, your shows or some of your, your live performances in the metaverse. What does that look like on the creator side? If somebody was interested in using spatial, for example, and, and they wanted to invite people in and have like a meeting there, it's, it's, it's very accessible for a lot of people. I just don't think everyone completely knows um, how accessible it could be. Yeah, for sure, man. A uh, couple years back, even even less than five, I would say when the word metaverse was brought up, you would just assume naturally that you needed a VR headset or some, uh, you know, high computer components to, to make this possible. But, you know, within the last few years, our technologies come so advanced and we're getting so good at, you know, everything in, in the tech side that we don't no longer need, you know, a VR headset to, to approach the, the metaverse. And so what the metaverse would be, uh, an extension of Fortnite or, you know, Call of Duty or Roblox or Minecraft. And, you know, these these eventually will be, you know, I feel, you know, their own forms of metaverses. You know, once once they're, you know, attached to the same ecosystems that we are, like, you know, whether it be blockchain or they create their own, you know, they, they already have, you know, their own coins and skins and all that. So, it's it's pretty much the same concept you know the only difference is is now when we say metaverse we're we're on a on the blockchain on the internet you know we're not on a gaming console or you know specifically but that's that bridge is even being broken now to where you know we had done a show inside of GTA and so the word metaverse could be expanded to you know any virtual realm that is online, whether it be your phone, your computer, or a VR headset, you know, it's it's bridging that gap of that word, I guess, we've been doing. So there are people in the world who have no idea what this is. And when I show my wife Decentraland um, on like a, a Spottyland thing, she was like, this is like playing The Sims, if you remember that game from the old days. So, And that's what I don't think a lot of people quite 
either understand yet about the ownership aspect of like what the blockchain could unlock for them once they connect a wallet. Um, but even if you don't need to own something, I just think a lot of people, they don't, they just think it's when the internet was new, <clears throat> newish, right? Like in the nineties, people said it, it, it's a fad. It's going to go away. They said, why would I listen to a baseball game or watch a baseball game on the internet when I have a radio? So everybody kind of laughed, like all the late night hosts were making jokes about that on TV and stuff. So the metaverse and the blockchain have a very similar um, like ring to the public right now. So, yeah, and that's what it is, too, is like so that the metaverse, you know, and when depending on the person you're talking to and the, you know, the time of day would all depend on the conversation of me trying to get them to understand, you know, where we are and what world we're in. And so, for instance, you know, if I'm talking to one of my aunts or, you know, someone that's older from, you know, those times, I would. I, I've said that multiple times. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we're in the metaverse. What's that? I'm like, yo, it's just like The Sims, except, you know, we created our characters. I got mine looking like me. We got our own stage and we get to go in there live. Like you can get on your phone, you can get on your Mac and you can get on your VR headset and come see us perform. And then they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I can also just send you the link in your text message. So you just click that and you'll be in there. And then they're like, oh, what? It's that easy? I'm like, yeah, you, you come in as a guest or you can spend a couple extra minutes and, you know, make your avatar look just like you. What? I could do that. And, you know, it's gotten to the point where it's, it was that easy. And then, you know, it might be my little cousin that I might be like, hey, man, it's just like Minecraft, except, you know, we got a stage and my buddy's, you know, controlling the sound and the lights over there. And, you know, so I guess it all depend on the person, but it is we're to the point, you know, where it's so simple and so easy, you know, whether it's our phone or our laptop, we've had people come to the shows with just their mobiles. And so we're we're at the probably the best time for when it comes to like entertainment and online and, you know, the digital form. And so that's another thing is a lot of people get scared with these words like blockchain, Web3. And so, you know, one of the biggest things we've been pushing forward to is, you know, we're, we're the new digital entertainers. You know, we're, we're that that new field of entertainment. And so that way, you know, you don't scare too many people away. And then once they get in there, I'm like, hey, you guys are in the metaverse, too. Did you know that? And it's just like, wow. So there's different ways to approach it. And, and it's it's always unique. It's unique to each person, each conversation, because it is something new and it's sometimes it's scary or sometimes it's intriguing and so yeah and it's just an honor to be a part of that and we're trying to bridge that gap you know with you know we whenever we throw a live event we have our url which is unitedrealities.live and you know you go and type that url and, and it'll bring you to whatever location we're in whether it's in the metaverse or whether we're in a space or something so now we just cut down that you know that searching point or that you know that 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 couple extra clicks that they might have to take to figure something out where they could just type in unitedrealities.live, you know, from one of our flyers and be at our next event in the metaverse and not even know it. You know, they could get on their phone and think they're in a video game or something. And then they start reading and realizing that they're at a live metaverse event. And so that's happened a few times too. And yeah, that, that that's what we're excited. And, and it's, bridging those gaps and trying to help people understand more and that, that, you know, pick up your phone or computer and just click in a link and you, you could be right in there with us. All right. So that's the hint, everybody out there. If you want to get your friends to the metaverse, trick them, send them a link. And the next thing they know, they will be in the metaverse and then they'll be singing that song. I don't got lost in the metaverse. I don't got lost in the metaverse. And now we're, now we know what happened. Why soldier boy, soldier boy ended up lost in the metaverse. Yeah. Spidey Land. 
<laughs> right? So that, that's how it happens. That's how you get lost in the metaverse. That's, that's all you got to do. Send somebody an app and then they're in the matrix. But you know, we talked a lot about the metaverse and, and blockchain. And I'm a nerd when it comes to that stuff because I know it's the future. Well, let's talk about something that's even more equally important, maybe more important in my heart. And that's, of course, your music. I want to go around a little bit, ask you all how you would describe your sound. I know a lot of people are going to be hearing you for the first time after listening to this podcast. Um, I know, you know, Peso, I know you've got, to me, it's a, it's a hybrid of sounds. And I actually wanted to ask you how, how much you think uh, kind of your upbringing has to do with it. I think, you know, having a little bit of that connection to the NYC area, connection to down South, your music has, it's, it doesn't sound like just one thing. I don't know if I can fit it into one category, which I like, by the way, that's a compliment. Um, how would you describe your journey into music and what people could expect when they um, put on Poison Peso? Well, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely that, um, you know, can't get Brooklyn out of there, out of the music, um, being born there and everything. And, uh, you know, just coming down South, uh, being raised in the South, you know, like listening to artists, you know, outcasts, but even like, you know, big crits, you know what I'm saying? The big crits of the world and like, you know what I'm saying? The legendary stuff, um, and really just my granddad too, man. Like a lot of the stuff, you know, like I listen to Nessie talk too, you know, um, you know, being brought up, being brought up in church, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, just being in the choir and, you know what I'm saying? Really getting that feel for like music, you know what I'm saying? Played a big role in like everything I do today. Like I'm even reaching out to like the church that I went to when I was, when I was in high school and you know what I'm saying? I was in the choir there and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just being brought up in church, though, uh, you know what I'm saying? It played a major role in, like, what I try to do today. A lot of my music is, like, motivation. Um, it's motivation for myself, you know what I'm saying, and my friends and, you know what I'm saying, everybody who, you know what I'm saying, grows onto it. Um, so that's just what I try to do, um, um, just make, you know what I'm saying, stuff that's, you know what I'm saying, motivational for people uh, at the end of the day. And, um, you know, you don't really have to try too hard to do it. Um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like if you just go off your vibes, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's just what I try to do, man. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's been awesome. Um, just, I've been making music probably for, since I was like 13, just trying to attempt and stuff like that. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Definitely today, you know, uh, just going in, you know what I'm saying? With the Kamehameha waves, um, you know what I'm saying? That's all it's about for real. Yeah, those big waves. Um, and by the way, uh, Peso, congratulations on officially being named to be a speaker at NFT NYC 2024. I'm so happy for you. And I'm even happier I'm going to get to hang out with you again at NFT NYC this year. So props to you for never giving Sex. up. Yeah, man. Uh, keep on going. Uh, don't stop. Don't stop. All right. For sure, man, like, when we ran into Travi this past, like, like you said, you know, we saw Violetta and everybody, you know what I'm saying? Travi was sitting, like, right there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know if I can say on the podcast, you know what I'm saying? We shared a, we shared a brew, you know what I'm saying? We listened to the music, you know what I'm saying? And it was amazing, you know what I'm saying? Tears were shed, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and it was, it was a great time. It was my first time, you know what I'm saying, seeing them. And I got to tell Emma the other day, too, about it and just, you know what I'm saying, how – how how awesome that was, man! How awesome uh, their music is. Um, like Emma's like a, I thought she was like a mom to them for real. Like I thought she taught them how to sing for real. Um, but that that's not that's not how it turns out. And um, you know, what I'm saying they're all awesome. 
and amazing, and I just love, you know what I'm saying, where they're going for sure. Yeah, I, it's fun. I thought you were going to say you don't know if you could share in a podcast that we shed tears because that because that was that, that was true. I think every there wasn't a dry eye in that place. No, you could definitely talk about you could definitely talk about sharing a, a brew. Um, I mean, it looks NFT NYC, and that was that was uh, that was a very late night. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> thanks for thanks for sharing a cab on the way back. That would have been a very long walk. So, so how about you, K9? I mean, look, it, it says that you combine hip hop, techno, and futuristic themes. I mean, we already talked about how you use, you know, VR. You, you're you're going for some AR kind of um, immersive technologies. How would you describe a little bit of your inspiration, your journey? Who, what musicians inspired you? I mean, anything kind of like that. I'm, I'm always interested in a little bit of that backstory, and then of course, what people can expect to hear uh, when they listen to you. I mean, you know, I, I originally started listening to hip hop as a kid. Um, I listened to pretty much the beginning of hip hop. I mean, that's so. I grew up in the '90s. That's what I was raised on is the elements of hip hop, the fundamentals, all that stuff. You know. Boogie Down Productions, Grandmaster Flash, um, who else? Uh, who, who's the one? The Bridge is Over. The Bridge is Over. Or not, not The Bridge is Over. Um, so that, bridge, that was like the, some the, KRS the bridge, one time, know? some Big Daddy Kane era, Rakim. Big Daddy Kane, Rakim. Um, they were part of like DJ Red Alert's crew and like all those guys, you know, and Mr. Magic and like all that stuff. I mean, I'm really into hip hop. I could go on and on and just geek out about the old school hip hop and stuff like that and everything. But that's what really got my, my interest was like stuff like that. And then going on towards like NWA, the West coast stuff, you know, NWA, um, we got ice cube. I mean, pretty much anyone in NWA, Dr. Dre, Snoop, everything from the West coast, pretty much. I like, man. So all that stuff is what really brought me up. And, I would say my influence as far as like my sound wise, it's got to be like my movies. I, I'm, I'm really big into just sci-fi movies. So I guess that's where like the, you could say the cyberpunk sound comes from. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of Blade Runner and like all the Blade Runner movies and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm big on that type of stuff. Blade Runner. I mean, I can nerd out on all that stuff. Even like the old cyberpunk game. It's like super old tabletop, just like Dungeons and Dragons, like that type of stuff. Like, man, I can geek out on that. So that's more or less like where my sound's coming from. And it just, it meshes together with web three pretty well, because you don't hear that type of stuff where you're not really able to say those types of things in web two music, so to speak. But with web three, it's like, everyone's a a nerd. (laughs) Like everyone's, everyone's geeking out, you know, everyone's smart. We're still like that. Everyone's smart. I haven't met anyone that's dumb. You know, everyone, everyone's smart and everyone has something to offer. Everyone's trying to build and, and people aren't stagnant. Now on Web2 music, it's a little bit different, a little bit different. Not everyone's trying to work. Nobody knows about blockchain. So there's, you know, there's, there's no science involved really other than music theory, which is good science, you know, nonetheless, but it's not, it's not computer science. So music, being in Web3 music, you're able to just lock all that stuff together. And that, that's really what it's done for me, really, is uh, just bridged my whole life together because I am i work in cybersecurity. So that's my whole thing is just being able to bring my life into my music. Now, that's crazy. Talk about hacking and doing all types of stuff and pen testing and, you know, Ledger getting hacked and like everything. I mean, there's even a line in my song where it says, you know, you better hide your seed phrase because the Ledger can't lock it. I, I did that immediately as soon as I found out they got hacked. 
I threw that in there, you know, like it's, it, it, it's stuff that, that people like and they want to hear. And, and it's funny too, you know, it's like, it's a laugh, you know, it's like, it, it, I, I see people throw up the laugh emoji every time they hear that, you know, you better hide your seat phrase because the ledger can't lock it. Cause it's true. Ledger can't lock it. Everyone knows the ledger about hacks. So yeah, man, I, I would say just, you know, eighties, that whole era, it was a big influence on my life. Big, big, big influence. I love it. And I'm a sucker for some blockchain or crypto references w- within the lyrics myself, too. I think that's how I stumbled on on Spotty, I think. But I, I, I heard something and it was like, I'm a crypto punk, you're a crypto kitten. And I was like, all right, this guy is amazing. So and and here we are. It's it really expanded my my love of just like music on the blockchain and I, and things that that I know about, like you said, like people who are smartened up to this situation. So I always say it's a it's a kind of nerdy, kind of cool, brand new world of of NFTs and Web three. So um, I think you I think you said it perfectly. It is, and and it weeds out too. That that's the thing is that it does weed out the people who aren't serious about the craft. I will say that because you do have to put in work in this. A lot of people in, in Web2 music, they will essentially just wait on you or their, their homie or their friend to do the work for them. Whereas this, it's like a whole unit together versus just everyone just like individual trying to, you know, leech off each other or, and, and stuff like that in Web2 music. And I, I haven't really seen that yet. I mean, I've seen some crazy things. Don't get me wrong. Like I've gone through some crazy things uh, with this group, especially we've gone through some stuff. So we know who to look out for. We know the bad people and we've seen it. So we've gone through that. Don't get me wrong. There's people in web three who are just as slimy, just as grimy and just as shady as they are on web two. But you know, we're, we're here and that's, you know, we're, we're here to weed those people out web two and, and the technologies weeding them out too. So I, I, I really, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it because there is more, there, there is more knowledge. There's so much more knowledge. There's more to learn. And especially us two as a team, what we're doing, we're trying to help each other out and help other people out to other musicians. We're reaching out. We're, we're doing a lot of stuff, man. So I think it's it's going in the right direction as far as it goes right now. Web3 and just everyone being able to nerd out and geek out and stuff like that. It, it's cool. It, it's It's awesome being able to be with your peers, like-minded peers, so to speak. I've heard that sentiment from so many musicians. I know Peso mentioned uh, Nessie earlier when he was on the podcast. I asked him uh, just some of what he's listening to lately. And he said, honestly, pretty much all Web3 musicians. And yeah. when I had Sammy on, Sammy Ariaga, uh, I was asking him uh, some questions about you know what what people can do to to support him and things like that. He was like, listen to the other Web3 musicians, like listen to to V and Josh and everybody. And I, I love that because that is what that whole one love to web three thing that I always talk about is, is really all about. So I have to ask you, Benny, because you do have your EP coming out and I was looking at your bio and it says that you're known for your music, not just your music, but your infectious smile. And I got, I've been staring at the smile for the last 40 minutes. I got to tell you, it's absolutely true. You got to get this man on a stage or, or get him, uh, you know, get him. He needs a Colgate sponsorship, right? <laughs> he needs, he asked. Like a Crest you, sponsorship? You know, did, Crest sponsor him. Yeah, man. You've been smiling this entire time. You've, I think you've brightened all of us up tonight. I mean, it, it was, it's been a long day for a lot of us. Oh, I mean, I love smiling. I'll start off with that. Like, that's, that's my favorite thing is just like smiling at random people and seeing how they're going to react. Because they're like, who is this, is this weirdo like smiling at me? 
or they show the same exact energy, you know, and like you can tell immediately, you know, like when you look at me, like, yeah, I'm a happy guy, but my music is really like uh, the opposite in a sense. And like, I have a lot of uh, background with like the blues and bluegrass music. Like that's like kind of what my parents like grew up on and showing me and then punk rock and was like kind of the first music that I got into. And then first kind of rappers I heard were like Lil Wayne and Drake and uh, Tyga, Big Sean, those kind of artists. Like, so that's like kind of my background. And, but my biggest like, like influence like i would say is juice world like he's he was like one of the artists that got me through like a really tough time when i went through my first breakup and so yeah i think the way that he touched so many people in a way that was so different than so many artists i really connected with and like i really believe that like you know you could turn any like situation in your life that's given you like grief or fear anxiety you know turn that into an obstacle and overcome it because like the feeling you get after that like is is so amazing life is a roller coaster you know it's okay to be sad because like you know there's times like this where you get to be with friends and just talk that's why i'm so happy like getting to hear my friends talk about themselves and like celebrate each other and like getting to meet you travi you're such a like nice dude and so like knowledgeable like so i'm really just yeah i'm so happy right now i can't help but show it and we need more people like you uh we really do because this world is is could be an unhappy place and i also turned to music when i had gone through some things so you know whether you're you're turning to juice world or you're turning to bob marley or you're out there turning to something else i think music is something that uh, a lot of times and i have this conversation with josh savage actually uh, at nft nyc he, he, he said to me, what is it about music NFTs? Like, what is it about music that you care so much about? Like, cause there's a lot of, well, I don't know how many there are left anymore, but there, there have been a lot of NFT or blockchain related podcasts. And mine always just had a lot of music love on it. Like I, I just couldn't help it. And I was, I think the conversation went something like it, it music pulls something out of you that you might not know is even there. And so for you, it, it might pull out that smile when you're going through something that's, that's bad. And, and sometimes you put on something else, it might pull out memories that, that kind of make you nostalgic or, or even sad. And, you know, and the older you get, there's a lot more memories that to be pulled out. But, you know, I think you're doing it right. You know, you're, you're using it. You use it personally to help inspire you to be a happier or overall better person. And what you're also doing is you're, you're taking the opposite of that, as you said, because let's be honest, no one's only happy. No one's only sad, but you're taking what you've overcome, those obstacles, and you're putting them into, into songs that you're sharing with other people that I'm sure will help them. And that's, that's really what this whole thing is about. So, you know, I, I got to ask Meta Malone, you know, I, I know that you are one of, one of the pioneers, of course, in this space with regard to, um, you know, leading within you know, spatial or um, getting you know the the group together here and then there's so many people who already have a lot of respect for you and know you but it, i'm not sure how many people know your your background in terms of your uh the, the love you have for for music and how that eventually led to to where you are now and of course we still have to talk about all the fun stuff coming up from men alone and uh, united realities but let's talk a little before we get to that 
who are some major influences, at least musically, for Metamorphosis? Yeah, man, it's, it goes back to, to the core of hip-hop. I've always been a hip-hop head since a kid, you know, and that's what it was, is, you know, like, runs off of, like, knowing all of the old school, right, right back to the core of it. And then, you know, the flourish of, you know, media and, you know, what was going on and bringing in, you know, the the West Coast and East Coast when I was a little kid, you know, that might give something away to y'all right there, you know, being being a youngin and getting and actually finding, you know, learning about the lyrics and the music and, you know, those stories appealing to you. And, you know, then there's a real, real chaos out there in the streets and the world and the music's real. And so, you know, some of us, it was a gateway and an outlet and a release. And, you know, and it led to years later of, you know, that being a release. And after years of that, sometimes, you know, that energy, you don't, a lot of the music was depressing and because you want to try to get something off of your chest and, and, you know, let, let the world know what you went through. And, you know, so, you know, in the beginning of me writing and, and the beginning of my, you know, music, it was it was a lot. I was letting a lot off the chest. And so I did. I did touring, did shows, did events, you know, sometimes down the road when, you know, the universe wants it to be known, it'll be known. But yeah, I did lots of music before, toured all over North America. And you learn the hard way, man. It, it was grinding. It was sleeping wherever we could. You know, one date, we'd have a really nice B&B. The next couple of days, we'd be like sleeping in the van or sleeping on floors or, you know, man, they're like, oh, this is the only house you got. And they're like, you know, dog poop and cat poop on the floor. And you're like, oh, man, like what? And you're like, all right, yo, we only got to be in here for a couple hours. Stay warm. We're hitting the stage. Let's go, you know, get your rest. And so... That, you know, over years of doing that, it is, it is, it's draining, it gets you. And, you know, all musicians that have been on the road know that. And so once we came into, you know, Web3 and blockchain and the East, you know, this access, this, this instantaneous create, provide, reap the benefits, you know, um, you know, just like this podcast, you can release it and the whole world can hear it. You know, those opportunities just open up a whole floodgates. And so for me personally, when, when I understood that and realized that I didn't want to bring anything, you know, from my, my, my weight on my shoulders or my ego. And so I try, you know, when I, when I came into web three in the metaverse, I was exploring for years. I was, I was showing up to shows for years. I was, you know, in people's podcasts and spaces and, and instead of just jumping right into it, I was listening and observing and, you know what I mean? Trying to figure out what to do next for, as a musician, you know, considering that, you know, IRL, it was, you know, getting pennies for Spotify and stuff like this after grinding. And then, you know, I'm like, oh man, there's an opportunity here where now we can get money get royalties for life and it's cemented to where this is documented and it'll be there for all of history that the blockchain exists. And so I was like, oh, okay, this whole new thing in atmosphere, let me write something for that. And so from that moment right there, and I decided that I, I wanted, you know, my lyrics to be able to be for you if you were on the blockchain. And, you know, I took all the skills and all the knowledge from my past, you know, music and just, you know, I use that as the foundation. But the lyrics are meant to be for, you know, the future, for the belief in the blockchain, belief in NFTs and belief in the community and all these words that we've been using. You know, I mushed them in all of my songs, you know, especially like my Genesis High. Like it's it's just got, you know, I talk about spaces in there. I talk about spatial. I talk about the communities. I mentioned Peso and, you know, and I wanted to do that in that song because I wanted to to show love, cement history 
put knowledge in there. But at the same time, you know, a lot of my big inspiration the last few years when I wanted to feel good, I put on some Bruno Mars or Anderson Pac. And, you know, there's something about them and bringing back that that funky, that funky rhythm, you know, where he's like, Ow! and I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go. And, you know, that's that's where you know, help me bring my energy of Meta Malone. You know, I wanted to have that, that funky, that spunk on the stage. I wanted, I wanted to slide across that mic and grab it and make sure you were dancing with me while we were up there. And so that's where that energy that I wanted to harness through my music. And I did, I released Genesis. We released another one, Let's Ride, that's being remastered right now. And it's just taking all those talents and knowledge and skills and, and harness it into this new funky soul that is called Meta Malone. Man, there's a lot of energy there, Metal Malone. I can't wait to hear a little bit more. I can't wait to hear the the remastered. Um, I know that you and I have talked behind the scenes a little bit about some things that you have planned, some things that you have coming up. I'm not sure how much you're able to share with the listeners, but... Yeah, for sure, man. We got a lot. You know, I'll, I'll move around with the team after, you know, and we'll, we'll let you know because we got a lot in store and it's getting really crazy. But first, I wanted to give, you know, a huge shout out to, you know, Spotty, CJ Tracks and, you know, Mama Tracks and, you know, um, Spotty Wifey and all the whole team over there at Spotty Land, you know, because they opened up the stage, you know, a few weeks ago and we were able to bring our whole team in there. And, you know, we had an amazing time in Decentraland. So huge shout out to them, as well as we want to give another huge shout out to you know one of our main family members meta mike you know one of the huge huge you know tech and devs and inspirations all you know all around person in web3 and so he's built a lot in, in you know in spatial and in metaverses from you know clothes merch uh buildings facilities a lot of these things that we've all seen in a lot of these uh commercials and infos for you know web3 and metaverse and so i bring him up because you know he he shows up to our spaces, shows love. And, you know, we talked a couple months ago about, you know, doing some, you know, more big events because every Thursday we throw events in our space show at uh, unitedrealities.live. And that's in the metaverse, but it could be on your phone, your computer or your VR. You just pop in there to take two seconds. And so, yeah, we vibe. And then we do uh, our podcast on Saturdays at uh, 11 a.m. EST. And so MetaMike's always there showing love. And we, we talked about something. And, you know, thanks to him, he lent us the, uh, not lent us, he gave us Hell Sky Blimp, which is, you know, a metaverse facility that's a big blimp in the sky. And he converted it for, you know, Halloween. And so last year was the first year that I was fully immersed into the metaverse. You know, I did a lot of events. I've been to Decentraland, all of that. And, and there was always something missing because it was just always, you know, so structured to set up like the little video games or like when you first got into Decentraland and there was just something going on in the field, you know. And so it was sort of misplaced. And it was the first event that I was invited to. And it was at the High Hell Sky Blimp. And that's where I met Peso and seen him live and, you know, seen a couple others and, and DJ Mackie and I felt like I was really in LA in some club, you know, talking to Peso. And I felt like DJ Mackey's like up there and I, you know, and I'm just on my Mac. And, you know, one of my other homies was on his VR headset and somebody else was on their phone and we're all getting the same experience. And I'm like, this is what I've been waiting for. This moment right here. I've been waiting years and years listening to the blockchain, being in spaces, being in clubhouse as a musician 
this feeling right here was what I was looking for. And, you know, that was the moment that, you know, I went all in. I wrote the song and started performing the metaverse full time. And we led to full circle. We did just this past Halloween, October 28th. You can, you know, go check out the flyers and you can even go check out the blimp that is still live. And and that's where we held our last show. And, you know, I bring it all up because MetaMike is a huge, you know, part of this and he made a lot of things happen and that space is there. And so we appreciate him and want to give him a shout out on this podcast as well. And it all leads back to, you know, things like what, you know, canine said, we can also provide other things than just, you know, music or entertainment or, you know, just an NFT or even the blockchain or metaverse. You're coming to a live event as if, you know, your friend told you to come see Poison Peso in, you know, downtown Brooklyn or told you to go in, you know, the middle of L.A., we, we tell you to come into our space and then you get to see the act, see the events. And then, you know, the last event, K9 put together a nice package. We gave away uh, skins for Fortnite skins for uh, Warzone, Roblox. Uh, K9 went and got paper wallets with multiple cryptos, as well as he went and got a security bundle from, um, I'll let him talk about that one right after this, but he got a security bundle. So that way, you know what I mean? You could put it in your computer and avoid all the viruses and all of these things that was brand new with the code from the website. So you knew it was new and he used paper wallets. So that way you had the choice of what you wanted to do with it after, you know what I mean? It wasn't going to be put in your wallet. We didn't want to get no codes or no nothing. So all that being said, you know, we use one event, one event to, you know, not only perform our live music and, you know, try to get some NFTs sold, but also to bring the community together experience live music and now we're you know we're giving away utility through our events even you know what i mean you don't even have to have one of our nfts you could just show up and win it's like showing up and getting a door prize you know or getting something from the award show you get your little goodie bag you know and so yeah those are the little things that we're able to bring through our live events and all of that being said we're throwing live events all the time stay tuned at united realities you know you can follow us all on twitter and yeah, just it's 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 a constantly evolving thing. And so it went from spotty land. We're in spatial, could be anywheres leading up to, you know, real stages all over the world. And so, yeah, that's it's just a beautiful thing to be a part of this, especially with the team right here. And we do got so much going on. You know, I'm getting ready to drop the remake. We're getting ready to do this huge, huge drop with Meta Malone that's coming up and the details will be coming up this week. So stay tuned. Go follow at Meta Malone Music and be ready for a wild ride and a crazy story. And yeah, Peso's got Rewind Out. I'll let him talk a little bit about that because he's got some more goodies going on and we'll let the team round it about. And appreciate you, Travi. I think that the last couple of years, the barrier to entry has been the hardest part of people to really understand. Like even... Even if you or I gave a really succinct explanation of what the blockchain is, you guys have made it very, I feel like very perfect for somebody who's interested and maybe somebody who's like just maybe ready to press that first click. And now that they understand a little bit more of what it's like, um, I think going into unitedrealities.live is a great start. Um, but Peso, I know that, you know, we listened to Rewind. Uh, I know that you've got an NFT collection that's out right now. I would love for you to talk a little bit about what you have going on and how people could access your Rewind um, NFT. Man, started out uh, maybe like a year and a half ago. Um, I released Rewind. It was the first song I made. 
uh, coming into Web3 and just learning a couple things. And uh, I released it, 777 collectibles on Rarible. Um, you know what I'm saying? To go and get it. Like, during that time, you know, I, like like Meta Malone said, we got to perform at Webstar, hit the main stage at NFT NYC. And, you know, like we had like, I think I had like 20 holders. But like, as I go on, you know, we up to 33 holders now. Like, as I go on, <clears throat> it's just like, like bringing utility, like, like just keeping, like bringing utility, like everything I'm doing. So, um, it's just been like awesome. You know what I'm saying? Super awesome. Uh, just building with it. We got a uh, remix. We got a remix on the way. Um, not going to drop the name, uh, but we do have a remix on the way. That's going to be kind of like an anniversary. Um, she has been through the Twitter spaces around and, uh, uh, and I love her dad's music. And that's all I can say. And, um, and yeah, and uh, that should be awesome, man. And, um, yeah, just with the rewind, uh, you know, um, my first, it's my genesis. So, like, I'm not going to leave it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just keep adding on to it. And, you know, um, just finding new ways to drop music, too. So, you know, that's the main thing. And, like, looking out for my brothers for real. You know what I'm saying? Benny Groove. You know what I'm saying? K-9. Yeah. Um, you know, me and Meta hit last year NFT NYC and like um, you know what I'm saying? That was my that was our first time meeting, you know what I'm saying? And we and we hit it by storm, you know what I'm saying? And if I wouldn't have ran into Meta Malone, you know what I'm saying, we wouldn't have ran into Travi that night. So, you know what I'm saying? Like just the connections that Web3 is doing, you know what I'm saying, for people. I know Benny went to year one, I think it was year one NFT NYC. Uh, he performed at the first Raver Room, I believe. I'm gonna have to let him talk about that, but uh, yeah, um, just awesome Web3 connections. Um, and you know what I'm saying, definitely just building with the team, man. Yeah, and just feeling all those benefits and good vibes. Yeah, we've definitely seen some some changes uh, over the course of the last, you know, since since you put out uh, Rewind for the first time. I mean, NFT NYC itself has changed a lot. Benny, you performed at a previous NFT NYC. Um, it, I know that I think in 2022, it was it was pretty huge. It was kind of all over the place. In 2023, um, this past April, it was narrowed down to one building. So I think it was a little bit more manageable for people. Um, what was your experience like being there and you know, give people out there uh, a way that they could you know, read a little bit more about you or access some of your music? So the the first the first one was all over the place that I went to. I wasn't at 2023, so it was just like running around and like hitting people up on Twitter DMs and getting people's numbers and being like, "Oh, you're going here tonight. Oh, you're going to this place tonight. Going to the different like we're out till probably 4 a.m. every single night, and I let like three three different people stay at my hostel when i only expected it to be me and shark staying there so it was uh it was definitely really you know spontaneous and just fun like i didn't even expect to perform and go on stage twice so that was incredible people were just like you know if you show up that's what i learned about that was if you show up you know and you you're there you bring your energy and you're real like the universe is going to bring that back to you. So, and uh, yeah, if uh, you guys want to check out my music, 
Um, I'm on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, just Benny Groove, uh, my Instagram. It's always going up. And Twitter, of course, uh, are both Benny Groove, Benny.Groove for Instagram and then Benny underscore Groove 25. So, yeah, there and back again, the sad boy journey. It's been out a week. So, yeah, you guys can go stream the EP. I would really appreciate that. Let me know. You know, I it's my first solo project, so I'm just really proud of it. Support this man. Uh, all the links to all of that will, of course, be in the show notes. You guys want to do, you want to trick people into getting into the metaverse. We want to listen to some music. We want to get involved and we want to see people live. We want to see Poison Peso live. We want to get to some Benny Groove concerts. If he comes back, hopefully this year to New York, um, you know, met him alone. Hopefully we'll see you at NFT NYC. And, you know, I know that you guys have a lot going on individually. You have a lot going on collectively. I think there's a lot of amazing things that are going to come from each of you, but I'm also excited to see, you know, how that kind of the Voltron or the Power Rangers for the young people out there all come together and really go in and do something great. So Meta Malone, I just want to personally thank you. I know we've been in touch for a long time. I know we've wanted to make this happen for a while. We finally got to make it happen. Um, But all of you, each of you are welcome to come back Anytime you want to put something else out that you want to come back and talk about, uh, I don't just say that to anybody. Um, there's you know an open door policy for uh, the United Realities crew here. So thank you so much for being a part of today's conversation. Yeah, man, for sure, Travi. Thank you. And you know what I mean. I, I wanted to give you know huge love to like so many more people out there before we get out of here because you know people are gonna listen back and they need to know about people like you know Miss Gecko and Metamona and you know Cristiano out there holding it down. Shout out to Dill. Shout out to Shark Anthony. You know what I mean. Shout out to Crypto Novo and of course you know Spotty Spotty Wi Fi. You know Spotty Wi Fi and Novo. Huge inspirations to Metamelo. So, you know, those are two up there on my, you know, high radar. And yeah, so much love to, you know, everybody out there, especially Moonlight. Moonlight underscore TYO. You know, make sure you go follow her and Why Burger Girl. Go follow her on there and Psycho. S A E K K O, Psycho. And you know, what's, what's even crazier is we almost forgot to mention we dropped a short film. Yes, we did. We dropped a short horror film just, you know, October. You know, October 30th on Halloween. And, you know, we put that out there to the world. So that's on pay-per-view. Uh, you know, I'll let Peso send that link. And, you know, that leads up to, you know, maybe I will give you a little bit of sauce. We are making movies. We are making short films. We're also making TV shows. So stay tuned for Meta Malone and the search for the Chrono Crystal episode one coming up soon. Ooh, yeah, you got a little bit of some comic books, TVs. We about to take it all. So, yeah, let's go. Peso, oh, where can they get that short film, fam? Y'all can run right over the tracks, man. Tracks.so. If I want to get the film, their Web3 um, platform, um, you know, uh, they're over in the, uh, I think they're in the UK, I feel like. And um, they're amazing, man. You know what I'm saying? Go get that. Uh, I think the CEO bought it like the first day we dropped it. So shouts out to that. Yeah, man. Short films. Short films. You got that little taste of honey right there. And I, I think, I'm sure somebody said it. I, I know I heard it from Sublime first when they said a, a taste of honey is worse than none at all. So now everybody's going to be clamoring to find out a little bit more. Um, before we sign off for sure today, if there's anything else you guys want to share, of course, anybody you want to shout out. I know Men Malone, we just heard a bunch of people who I absolutely love as well. 
Um, but you know, the floor is yours and, uh, make sure that all of you send me any links. I'll include all of them in the show notes, just DM me or, or send them through Matt Malone. He can put them in the email and uh, we'll get that out to all the listeners. But yeah, if there's anything else you guys want to uh, share before we close up for today. I don't think I said it. Yo, follow me at poison peso underscore 17, man, everywhere. Yeah. Like K9 said, and yeah, man, United Realities, we're going to keep rocking, man, forever in this. You know what I'm saying? We really doing it. It's not for fake. Oh, yeah. And real quick, don't forget, man, don't forget to use code United Realities at W.GD. Yes. percent off of your energy drink order. All right. W.DG. United Realities is the code. Use That's the code. right. Before we go away, we have to hit you with a sponsor from Dubby. Go get you some United Realities. You know, punch that promo code in. Get you a percentage off. That's the new energy drink for Web Metaverse. There's no doubt on it. And it's all natural, baby. So go get that energy drink right now. Man, let's get some W's in the chat, yo. W's in the chat, man. That was Shout out to... <laughs> Shout out to you guys. That that was amazing, man. And everybody go get that rewind for Peso one time. I just want to run that up one more time. Go get rewind. There you have it. UnitedRealities.live is the site. It is where gaming and music come together and live experiences come together. It's kind of like everything that you would think the metaverse would be really cool for. So a big shout out to uh, Meta Malone, Poison Peso, K9Millimeter, Benny Groove, Y Burger Girl, Moonlight, Seiko, Miss G. Proud partners with Miss G Creative and sponsored by W.GG slash United Realities. And the virtual Vortex short film is out right now. Catch these guys live at NFT NYC in April or somewhere in the metaverse. All of their sites and all of their streaming links are in the show notes. They are definitely in Web3. But let's keep on doing what we always try to do. And that is, of course, bring one love to Web3. We'll catch you next time. Peace.